What up, y'all? This is Joker's Gallery right here on the Fago Lovers Network for another five-piece coming at you right here Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Fago Lovers Network. Every week, a brand new one drops. This week, we're celebrating the birthday of the one and only sixth Joker's card, Wraith Shangri-La. going to rank our top five tracks from that album. Before we get into that, I'm going to introduce the panel right here beside me. Got the host of Speak a Clout Podcast, the UFCD, Mr. Mike Sears. What's good, y'all? Speak a lot podcast, Goonslot Gallery, 2,000 subscribers, and speak your clout. Thank you to those that fuck with me. Been the boys all day, nigga. You know the vibes. That reminds me on the uh, Speak Your Clout channel, we got, uh, if anybody's a fan watching this of wrestling figures, me and Mike nerded out for like an hour and a half talking about Hasbro and Galoob wrestling uh, figures. So uh, swing over to uh, Speak Your Clout and uh, check that one out if you want to nerd out to some wrestling yeah. figures and some fig fed talk. <laughs> Yep, that was amazing. I, I watched it like twice, one time by myself. <laughs> then my uncle was like loving it. And we got top five Star Wars coming next month. Vintage Hell Star yeah. Wars figures, that is. Oh, been the action figure game over there on the Speaker Clout channel. Shit's fun to talk about. Like, yeah, it's something is. totally different. Love that shit. Then at the bottom, you got the Larry King of the Underground representing Trife Life, uh, Luke the Goon. Yum Yum Bedlam is out. Is it good? Is it bad? You know, we don't know, because it's not out yet. <laughs> Hopefully, you tuned into the listening party that we had. I'm sure it was a lot of fun. And thank you for tuning into the Joker's Card Ranking. That shit was a ton of fun. Uh, yes. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to add that's purely speculation. That might not have happened. <laughs> you never, you never know. <laughs> But like I talked about, it's the 6th we're talking about. It came out on November 5th, so it's a good time to celebrate that birthday. I know we were all around for it, and it's something. As a juggalo coming up in the – if you got on before the 6th, 25% of the conversations you had with other juggalos online or just chilling with was, what do you think the 6th going to be? What's it going to be called? What's it going to sound like? What's the message going to be? What's the butterfly going to be? And all that shit. Whenever I think about the 6th, I think about that just immediately. The 6th era almost kind of – saturated all the other eras because people was talking about it Even the malenko era people were still talking about the six during jekyll people were talking about the six especially because it was the fifth card they're like the next one up and then you had that long wait because they put bizarre bizarre out because they didn't want to drop the sixth on island so there was a long wait for us juggalos and that was when um the internet had really starting to kind of take over around 2001, 2002. You start seeing like real juggalos and fago lovers. So they would, they would be posting updates and things like that. And that was pretty much all we heard about it because famously ICP went into hiding. We didn't see ICP for like a year. They just kind of dipped out, stayed off social media and everything while they were recording this album. So really the first time I remember seeing, seeing the, uh, the full image of it or anything is the seminar they did at the gathering where they broke it down and first showed the, uh, the image of the six you got twisted back there like flipping the joker cards around and they ended up like smoking a joint and passing that around like, that shit's fire that's that's my first memory of the wraith and seeing it and being like damn that shit looks dope it lived up to my expectations as far as when i seen the image i was like damn that shit's dope i can fuck with that what about you mike for me the greatest tour ever hatchet rising 2001 i didn't see the full image it was a silhouette first. yeah icp twisted Blazing AVK when they had the fucking little bikes. AVK was a hype man. You know, amazing show. Doc Lotus. But the first time I seen the actual image of the Ray Shangala was my homie PJ, Paul Ganyan, man. Shout out to him. Uh, still friends with him to this day. Only juggalo I know that, like, you know, 
that's around me. But yeah, uh, he printed it out. I didn't have the internet until way later in life, so I seen it, and I was like, oh my god, you know, I, I was I was hyped, and I just looked at it, and then that day came, uh, November fifth, skip school, straight up, like uh, downstairs on the first floor. It was called the Trade Winds Restaurant. There was no security, bro, none. You just fucking leave that. And go up a hill, and then you're there, like, where the bus stops at and stuff. So we just hopped in there, got that motherfucker. Special day, man. Special day. Enjoy the album. Love the album. Some other motherfuckers that I knew were like, oh, man, what's this fucking whack-ass shit? Like, they hate the face paint. They fucking, oh, they follow God. This is whack. Those are the, the bloodthirsty motherfuckers. They just want the wicked shit. That's it. They don't give a fuck about nothing else. You know, they're the not really pissed at them juggalos. The crazy thing I remember about what you're talking about right there yeah. is people all of a sudden thought ICP was a religious band. Like they were like DC yeah. talk all of a sudden or some yeah. shit. Just remember, fucking rapping about Jesus. The, I remember on the horrorcore.com forums, people were like, are ICP a Christian rap band now? <laughs> shit like that. Like it was, I never knew anybody personally who didn't like it. But yeah, it was definitely a contingent of people online who complained about it. When's the first time you remember seeing it, Luke? Man, I don't really, I really honestly do not remember the first time I saw it. But I can say that, like, I know I was on all the websites and shit. Uh, I've talked about the one that I had, the Angel Fire website that I had. But, like, you know, I was on uh, Real Juggalos, Malenko 500. Like, I was on all those fucking Juggalo websites back then, the horrorcore.com forums. So I'm sure it was like I was on one of those sites and I saw it. Um, but, uh, yeah, like Mike said, I mean, I gave a really impassioned speech about the sixth and and the wrapping up of the whole story and the ranking of the Joker's cards. So if you want to hear it, see a passionate me talking about it, watch go back and watch that. But basically, it was like it was like you said, like there were all these things that like we were wondering about, like what is the, what do all these things mean? What is what's going to happen when the sixth card drops? What's the message? And we've talked about it before. If you'd heard all the albums prior to that, and you've heard like all the kind of like like Jay talks about it, you know, like, you know, no, no need to back mask it, all this other stuff. You already kind of know what it's about. It was just like that reveal, really that final track, track 17, where we really got the full message. And I loved it, man. It still gives me goosebumps when I hear it. So I've always been a fan. And this is the first Joker's card that came out where I didn't have my crew. I had moved after Jekyll brothers came out. I had moved. So it was like pretty much just me. I knew nobody else out there that listened to ICP. That's so because uh, around yeah. this time, like the Mirror Mirror in store and all that, like it was a clown town. And, and Durfee High School, BMC Durfee High School was Juggalo Central. <laughs> I knew all the niggas. You feel me? All of them. So great town to be a Juggalo in that time, man. And like uh, Michael saw about, I didn't have the internet. Then I, I had web TV previously, but they just show how 2001, 2002 this is. I, 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 if you're watching this, look up web TV. It's fucking hilarious. Web TV's dope as shit, man. It got taken off the market because it was getting ran by mafia. Like the mafia oh, figured shit. out there was no fucking hard drive in it. That shit's gangster. <laughs> but uh, but just to illustrate how 2001, 2002 era this was, I chose uh, to get a Dreamcast instead of paying the monthly web TV bill anymore. So I had a Dreamcast at this time and I didn't have no internet. So, like I said, the first time I seen it was that uh, seminar. Whenever I seen the seminar over like somebody's house, that showed it to me. Uh, 
one other thing before we get into it. This was the first Joker's car without Mikey Clark. So what was your first impressions of it whenever you first heard the album? Or did you think it sat, were you satisfied with how the six Joker cards sounded? Because that, like I said, that's one of the big questions people was always talking about. What's it going to sound like? And it sounded totally different than anything else. Did, did you, did you immediately like the sounds you were hearing or did it take a while for your ears to adjust to it? I liked it immediately. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was that, you know, that carnival high, just like the sixes here. All your homies are with you. You're, you're smoking good weed. You're, you're just enjoying yourself. But it was different. Definitely different. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of OGs that I thought were really down just fucking dropped out. So, like, fuck this album, you know? But me personally, I loved it. Yeah, to be honest, I don't even think I noticed back then, man. Like, <laughs> like Mike said, probably didn't even fucking matter at that point because it's the six jokers card this is like the shit you've been waiting for so like the technicalities of who produced it she didn't give a fuck back then i don't know about it you guys but like when i was listening to shit i didn't give a fuck i mean the early stuff with mikey clark now i think back i'm like man mikey clark fucking killed it but when i was a kid i was like fuck this shit's just dope i don't give a fuck who did it you know that was my attitude back then and so i probably didn't even know back then that mikey clark did it or who the fuck did it didn't matter i just thought it was dope I definitely knew that Mike wasn't on it. I remember hearing about the falling out during the Lotus sessions and uh, him not being too happy about uh, credits not being in the Lotus disc or something like that. So I, did, I didn't know for sure that it wasn't going to be Mikey Clark that was going to be producing the album. But as soon as I heard it, I knew it wasn't Mikey Clark. And I, I'm, I'm different from you two. I didn't connect to it immediately. I had like two or three songs that I really liked that sounded like old school ICP to me. And then I'd play them. And, you know, while you're playing them, you actually, you know, you play a couple other tracks around them. And that's how I eventually ended up liking all the songs and being able to sing along to the songs. But it, it took me a couple months of listening to those few songs, which will be on my list that really, that sounded like old school ICP to me to kind of get down with that new sound. But no, no, no hate to Mike P, man, because for somebody to not be Mikey Clark to produce the six Jokers card, he did as good as you possibly could. That shit sounds and audio wise, it sounds better than what Mikey Clark did as far as the, the vocals and the sounds like it, it's got a really fucking polished sound about it. Yeah, it does. Go ahead and get into our top five. I put this at the five spot because it's kind of a technicality. I know Luke says he always uses cheat codes. And uh, like I said. I didn't connect to a lot of the songs immediately, but one song I did was the, the song that was on the sampler for the the Wraith. It was called Simple and Blunt. See, that's just it, though. It ain't a fan base. It's a family drawn together like we from outer space. I mean, we call ourselves juggalos. I guess I'd explain that we relate because we've been through the same kinds of pain. I mean, ICP don't rap about the money we get because half the juggalos so broke they stealing our shit. And they don't want to hear about us pushing up bands when they taking fucking Greyhounds just to get the gatherings. We like it wicked. We keep it wicked. We like cartoon serial slaughterers on a record. It's how we adjust to the pressures of life Let our music do the killing for you You'll be alright And seriously, ain't you the least bit curious What's up with this underground Where we getting furious Just like this sampler that you're bumping right now This might be your calling to our carnival grounds Tell me this, motherfucker, truly How you living? Ever get the urge, maybe do a little wig split Never been the last kid picked for a team Ever had motherfuckers coming shit on your dreams? Do you have ideas and something to say? Only ain't nobody ever got the ears pointed your way Ever been fucked with for like this and like that And go home with crazy thoughts about cutting a neck You might find an escape in this band the world hates Cause we been getting shit on homie, we can relate Ain't nobody here dating any Hollywood 
Hollywood stars attending VIP parties at high profile bars But if we ain't your cup of tea then just don't fuck with me I respect the fuck out the fact that you stuck with me And listened on while I tried to explain ourselves Cause the hatchet's hustling for some records I wanted to get it on this list because it's so underground that it hasn't been put out anywhere And I don't think a lot of Juggalos heard it So I wanted to play it whenever I announced it as my five pick Just so <laughs> Juggalos could hear it Because I think, like I said, it's probably a technicality And if I was and if I was able to for sure put this on my list, it might be at the one spot because that's how much I love that fucking song. Uh, Brandon did that ABBA, that blood code, did that super cheat code. <laughs> and that's more of a cheat code than I do. <laughs> but I love that fucking song. Uh, it's not on. The reason I did is because it's not on any other album. If it was on a Forgotten yeah. Freshness, I would think of, of it as a Forgotten Freshness tribe. But that was the start of the sixth era to me. When I heard that song, I was like, "It's on." They and plus, it gave you the little, uh, it gave you the picture of the crow that was on the shoulder, kind of gave you a taste of it. So, like I said, it's probably a cheat code. But I wanted Juggalos to hear that song because I don't think a lot of Juggalos that weren't on the wagon back then have heard that song. You got to know about it and go find it on YouTube. It's not on streaming. It's not on a Forgotten Freshness. It's not on like a Ray fucking. A nuclear edition like Bang Pow Boom got you got to go find that shit. So I wanted to play it for Juggalos, basically, is why I put it in my five spot. <laughs> yeah, it's been years since I've heard that song. Like, yeah. I love that fucking song, man. Get you the album, copy the disc, and listen to the sample of shit. Something I forgot, but it's fire, yo. It's fire. My number five, we go into the final song on the album, Diane Veiling, man. to some ninjas but it hits me right here man because you waited for so long what does this all mean you know dedicated to the butterfly what the fuck is that you know you look in the book to find out and then what they're talking about you, you know that what they were talking about listen to shit like uh um pass me by you know come on it's right there from insane clown body song of all time and just like the the samples they use from different songs and shit is amazing you know don't buy your act fucking action figures, bitch. We don't give a fuck, you know. Love that song, man. Deep shit. Uh, a lot of juggalos they felt a certain way when they came out. You know, they were happy about it. A lot of juggalos said, "Fuck it." I'm the one of the juggalos that said, "You know what? This is dope, man. You know, I fucks with it." You know. 
They ain't sorry hey. they tricked you, bitch. <laughs> hey, you talk about like Pat- still used today by juggles. All oh yeah, time. yeah, for yeah. sure. They ain't sorry if they tricked you. <laughs> hey, you talk about if you paid attention close enough, you, it it wasn't really that big of a secret. And pass me by is definitely the biggest one. But uh, one that doesn't get brought up a lot is if you uh, reversed Echo side. It told you if we uh, follow God legit. It was to- it, I mean, it told oh, you yeah. what was going yeah. on. Like if you if you replayed it in reverse, the shit that was reversed on Echo side. So that's another one. If you heard the reverse of Echo side, you weren't sh- surprised at all. Shouldn't have been. We with that devil shit. We believe in God legit and shit like that. Like if that was the reverse message, like, and I don't, I don't hear a lot of people talk about that. Whenever they talk about you should have known. Whenever you heard it, that's a that was a dead up fucking. And that was on the fifth Joker's card, so you had no. fucking three years to figure that shit out. No more reverse talking all the time, brother. You know I, I love yeah. that song. So that much. opening, oh man. Yeah, it gives me it gives me goosebumps yeah. still to this it, day. It, it does. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. My number five, Don Valley, man. All right. Uh, my number five is uh, We Belong. I see you feeling lonely again. You some motherfucker. Feeling like you don't belong, like you the only other. But some of us scrubs got it worse than you. Now, homies, the call line, a crew to belong to. Some of us have fucked all the bullshit and dropped out. Some of us stood up to fight but got knocked out. Some of us like to cuss and don't like your format. We like the wicked shit we chose not to ignore. Some of us be coming out of more than a broken home. Some of us be living out of our cars and carry on. Some of us see the budget suites as a real apartment and make it take off your shoes on our carpet. Some of us are on parole and can't leave the and some are dead and gone, my homie Blaze can relate And some can't afford a free phone call But them some of us sequel us all Think about that We belong, we belong, we belong Cars that fail to exist Some of us have profiles Nobody else fits And some ain't got time For the monks in Tibet Because my own kids are hungry And they're looking at me for shit Some of us are drug paraphernalia materials And some of us have incurable sexual venereals And some of us have dreams of being a star And most won't make it that far But it's all good Some of us can't afford the coolest shoes Some of us gives a fuck with popularity choose Some bitches TV dance Cause their babies are crying Others say they dancing for college And know that they lie Some of us are Really level people who ain't ours Some of us don't give up until we're behind bars And some of us must have been born to take the fall But then some of us is equal a song And a witch The chorus is so good and like they have so many funny lines uh, like, uh, some of us own drug paraphernalia materials, and some of us have incurable sexual venereals. <laughs> and then the, some bitches titty dance because their babies are crying. Others say they're dancing for college. You know they're know that they lying. <laughs> There's so much. And then the chorus is so dope, you know. We belong. We belong. We belong. Like, oh, man. I fucking yeah. Carnival is here. Yeah. Classic Juggalo chant right there. Like, yeah. that's one that if they play that shit live, you want to fucking be singing along with all the homies in the pit for. Uh, they're yeah, good man. at anthem. They're good at anthem songs, man. And it just tra- it transferred to any producer that's produced them. So it's it's ICP that fucking it, it, the magic is with them anthem songs like that for sure. Move it up to my four spot now. With probably the most wicked track on the album, they kind of let you know let you know that they can still do that shit when they want to. Hell's forecast. Something has won't be a 
thump on my roof It was followed by crashing More thumping ensued I jumped out of my bed Thinking I'd been invaded Heard smashing more pounding The sound escalated Looked out of my window Blood dripped down the glass I see bodies lay twisted And mangled on grass I ran into the main room And Shaggy was dead So was Nate the Mac Jump steady and AVK Bolted out of the house to see it's a joke, I heard hundreds of car alarms, saw flames and smoke And the sky above red, I see dead bodies falling It's raining with corpses, the blood is upon are just haunting i mean the, the way he's describing shit and then at the end it switches up he thinks he's alive and like shit's in and then you know at the end it, i'm the, i'm the one dead and this is my hell's pit so like he's actually in hell so like people are falling into hell like about all the bodies dropping and shit but with the time that it came out always wondered if uh jay had seen that 9-11 footage of people jumping out of out of the buildings to save themselves from burning in the fire yeah, because man. i've seen that shit and that shit sticks with you and if you've seen that shit and you hear this song you've got to fucking kind of picture that because that shit's haunting because some, there's some documentaries out there that show that shit full on and you can hear bodies hitting the roof of buildings and they oh. show people flying down and shit. And if you've seen that footage, man, whenever you hear that song, you immediately know like the terror that he's talking about. So I always wondered if he's seen that was inspired by it. Cause you know, Jay's inspired by a lot of shit that he sees. So I always wondered if that was something that was inspired for this song. I'm only came out a year after. That's what I mean. The timing yeah. of it. Crazy breakdown, brother. I, I love that song too. My number four, man, on the seminar, Jay's like, every fresh idea we had, we said, no, we're going to save it for the sixth. And I believe they probably had this back then. Birthday bitches. Okay, everybody, it's clown time. Yo, yo, the clown is here. Everybody sit around right here. Hanging next to my nuts Now when I'm swinging on my hatchet If it hits you with cuts Don't make me chop your head And half and smack the side with the cheek Because I haven't had my mellow Rolling almost a week Your fucking mama brought me here To entertain your ass So no matter what I'm doing I expected the last Now when you see me do a trick And even if it isn't funny Give me props Unless you want your little necks bloody I could probably do a cartwheel Or something if you move the couch But that ain't what I'm fucking about I can sew your mouth shut And pump air through your nose And fuck 
fucking pop your head But we get blood on our clothes Look, I'm a wicked clown, I ain't no fucking superhero Ain't that big and scary though I fly like little Rey Mysterio And quit the beat down all you little bitches Right in front of your mom And if the bitch gets heated, tell her bring it on Member of the clown Shaggy, you know, he's going to the birthday party. Shit's hard. We're not that big and scary to our fly like little Ray Mysterio. Little Ray Mysterio, I love that line. <laughs> yeah, shit is hard, man. Like, sit the, sit the fuck down for us. everybody's birthday. Killer in the background talking shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got your fucking present stapled up to my nuts. That shit is hard, man. And if your bomb gets heated, tell her, bring it on. <laughs> I like, the you hook. Just, I like the hook too on that. Uh, hell it's yeah. somebody's birthday. Oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> so it ain't my motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you can just picture Shag standing at a kid's birthday party doing that too. Like drunk Shags at the time, just not giving a fuck at a kid's birthday party. Put the same. Just ends up threatening <laughs> the mom and threatening the kids. <laughs> fucking mama sitting here to entertain your ass. That shit is hard, bro. It's short, but sweet. I got to put that on a list. You know, I'm a big shaggy the clown guy, man. So, yep, number four, birthday bitches. I'll strangle up. All right. Uh, my number four, um, I don't technically know if this is a single, but they did a music video for it. Juggalo Homies. Let me ask you this about this life we live, and let me try to swerve some of this attention you give to them distant ass relatives over Hamden. If they really missed you so much, why don't they just call it? If you wasn't blood, would you still have love? Or in fact, does the blood make you think you have to love? Look, I probably love my family more than anybody here, but my homies are family too. Third cousins, get out of here. Who was you with when you got tattooed? And who was you tripping with when you did it mushrooms? And who the fuck threw up all over your car and then felt worse than you about the shit in the morning? Who loans your money, homie? Who owes your cash? Who cut you how to use the bomb for the grass? I don't know much, but I gotta assume that when you hit your first and your homies was in you talking about homies, homies Jamie and Paul kill their verses on this shit uh, It's another one where they got some kind of funny lines and shit um, And like I said, this is the first Joker's card that came out Where I had like moved away from all my Juggalo homies So this was a song that was like, ooh, hit close to home classic song for sure it's one they still play to this day they don't play it of course in full anymore but they play it still to this day on concert it's so good it's a class it's one of those feel-good songs crazy as fuck i'll suck your piercings off that shit's hard (laughs) (laughs) it's dope yeah i'll move it up to my three spot with the song that started off the entire album walk into the light we look into the stars foretold everyone Something dark and wicked this way comes. This way comes. We told the vanities crawling from the dark in a carnival which we can all belong. I dwell upon the streets and I can tell you this: I see some circus juggalo shit going on. People drawn together by rare and scrubby music. And we even 
together once a year to put it down. stand out to me from violent jays i got ninjas in my backyard wearing anybody killer paint paint. (laughs) and you know he's went through that like he's you know he talks about it in his book he had to get rid of that house he had because juggalos discovered where it was and you know there's been some point where there's like a ninja walking by (laughs) anybody killer paint and that inspired that line of that song just the absurdity of that just always made that line stand out and it's a really good opening track usually you think of track one with the joker's card it's like a spoken word intro lasts about 30 seconds to 90 seconds think about like uh, alice cooper or the jekyll brothers intro where they go into the pawn shop or whatever this is a full one song i think it lasts like five minutes so that really stood out as different to me and that's it's one of the ones that actually connected to me immediately it sounded like an icp song when i heard it so i put it at my three spot walking to the light yep it's a great fucking song love that shit so my number three is a cover song from fucking a legendary fucking West Coast gangster rap group above the law, Murder Rap. When I sit there and write this shit for the mic I hold, I make sure my beats are loud and bold and cold. Violent J is the name that I go by. Waking up with blood on my hands and I don't know why. You motherfuckers trying to get in my path. Don't be surprised when you get a shotgun up your ass. It's the gators. I got one for that ass too. I'm gonna hang you from a street light mangled in blue. Ooh, you want my shit like a phenom coke. But if you say the wrong thing, I'll put a slit in your throat. So, it's not the answer, no. I'm not a dancer, no. I'm not a hero or zero. But I call myself a juggalo. And this is not a demo. ICP above the law, we let it. Speak loud like words of verbs and adjectives that give the scrubs a chance to live Not who's first, second, or third Now he said, she said, fuck whatever you heard When you live like that, your life is mangled In other words, your neck is all tangled up I ain't a hoe, I always go for mine I was hard as hard from the start, but you can always go Reinventing, 
if I'm jumping in a pit and I'm getting loose Cause I'm taking out people causing bodily harm Making moves to improve the dark carnival brainstorm I'm not inferior, not taking no shit Last kid that tried to check me got his fucking neck slit Power's my name, the clown be insane And if we get the panic and we all gonna reopen They did a great job. They did a great job on that. They they're amazing at cover songs. You know, Posse and Verna, motherfucking assassins, ghetto boys from my favorite. But murder rap, it's hard. They they paid above the law homage and they did it in a great way. Um, I ain't a fury. No taking no shit. Let's get this this test. We got his fucking neck slit. That killed that shit. They just like changed the verses around a little bit, but they did it in like the wicked clown way, and they bodied it, man. So number three, murder rap, and I love above the law. Big fan of Above the Law. Cold 187 should have never signed a psychopathic. That album's trash. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I worship the rap group. Amazing. Okay. Yeah, I think we mentioned before that that song is the only song that's made it on five piece from Shangri La. Yeah. Not crazy, but yeah. Yeah. Love that song. And like Mike said, they always kill the fucking cover songs. They they change they keep enough integrity of the original song, but change up enough of it to their own style to where it works. Yeah. All right, run number three. So my number three is uh, welcome to the show. Well, hello, boys and girls, come on and see the show. It's the mystical, magical, great dark carnival. Don't bother looking for parking. Get rid of it. It ain't like you ever coming back. You fucking idiot. The carnival emerges only when you're about to die. Right now, motherfucker, you about dead in the sky. So come and put your soul upon the murder. Go round and we'll strap you down. And see you. I got a spike for your neck with my ninja blowgun because I beat a juggalada, da 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 shogun. I swings my sword down and splits you in two before you even fall. I bitch smack both of you. Welcome to our carnival, fifty thousand juggalos, freaks and weirdos and killers at our shows. I'm just glad we down with them. Hate to be young and have a juggalo shedding my skull for the carnival. It's only Juggalos here, you know what we about Swinging hatches, Vega, we're not digging your mouth So they call us a circus, we accept the role We've been saying that it's coming for like 10 years or so And everywhere that we go, from Alaska to Spain I'm seeing Juggalos dancing in a Fago rage Some of those that I show feel like Carnival High I see them jumping the stage and float off into the sky They ain't never coming back, the Carnival has been found And all we can do is dream about is smoking them now I got love for dead people and I hope to die I got men waiting on me up in Shangri-La but if you really want to hear the fucking devil's exhibit, the shit is called <laughs> Run out and get it. Love it. Yeah, I fucking love this song. Uh, man, they both kill it. But Shaggy has some really fucking. I love Shaggy shit on this. Gets me like stuck in my head. And this is another one where like 
they kind of like go back and forth, like weave in between each other's verses and shit. And then the hook always gets fucking stuck in my head. Uh, especially like, bitch, you, that shit's fucking dope. Uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Another uh, one of the Bye show, sorry. <laughs> Another one of those like sing-along anthems that are done so well on this album. Mike P really schooled it with the production on like the anthems and sing-along of this album. And it kind of really fit the whole theme of the Joker card as well. Yeah. I got Nettie waiting for me up in Shangri-La. That's just hard. Relaxing with the nutbags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too dope. Uh, shout out Shags. I just had some stupid <laughs> funny ass shit. <laughs> Moving up to my two spot. I already got talked about Juggalo homies. We didn't talk about the video, so I'll talk about that. The video was super dope. It had ICP, Twisted, Esham in it. Uh, Blaze was in it. They were all just kind of like grilling out, having like a Juggalo homies barbecue. It's just a good, good vibe. Like with this whole album, like I was talking about with the sing-alongs being a vibe of this album, the fucking video to homies was the same vibe to the album. It was a good time. It's also the first time I think I really noticed how in shape Jay had gotten. He was looking like 1996 Violent Jay all of a sudden. And you could tell he's moving around, like dancing, doing his Michael Jackson shit. And Shaggy with with the long ass fucking dreads. First time really seeing that. Because like I said, they went into hiding and I didn't have the internet. So the first time I really seen that good was the fucking uh, homies video. And that song, like I said, classic, always gets played to this day for a reason because it's really fucking good. Summed up the fucking family era. If you want to take a picture of the family era and show it to someone, just play them homies. It's got everybody. And the merch back then, unbelievable. All the jerseys in that video and shit. Oh, that's my era, bro. When I was a fucking 17-year-old kid wilder, man. <laughs> Legendary shit. So, man, my number two. Damn, you the title track, The Wraith. Always uninvited. Fuck off. Unrespected. Sometimes he creeps, other times he's expected. He hangs out in bad neighborhoods up at the park. He will strike in broad daylight, but prefers the dark. Three little kids caught inside a burning house. Who just sit there and wait for him. Leave him alone. The sheriff's where a lie today and death is inevitable. He's waiting there watching through the eyes of a cross of a shadow.
song so much, man. It's dark as fuck. You know, always uninvited. Fuck off. Unrespected. And it's just fucking hard, you know? And then they're just explaining what, like, the type of the shit, like, death, what, what death attracts, you know, what it takes. You yeah. know? And he loves the motherfucker that crackheads and heroin. Shaggy's that dude. I, I yeah. fucking love that shit. Dope ass song, man. Title track, The Wraith of Rich Angle Law. Number two. Classic man, they go back and forth and just kill that shit. I love that song so much. That's probably the best Joker card title song there is. Like, yeah. think of a better one. Usually they're kind of short, like ninety yeah, seconds yeah. or so. And yeah. this is a full one song. Really like, I really like some of the Joker's card songs, like uh, Jake, Jake and Jack, 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 Jake and Jack Jekyll. Riddle yeah, yeah but they're like nine. They're like ninety seconds each. This is a full oh, one. Man. This is a Great full Malenko. one song. Great Malenko, bro. Come on. Still really short know, though. Really fucking good title tracks for some of them. I think this one's the best. The most it's most yeah. detailed, unarguably. Yeah, gives I'm you the wrong. gives you the gives you the best picture of what the Joker card's supposed to be. Yeah. Always, uh, I like the line. Sometimes he creeps, other times he's expected. Like, yeah. it just sums up the Wraith so perfectly. Always, fuck off, it's hard, bro. I love that song. And it's thrown in, like I've been talking about the vibe of this album's like happy fucking sing-along shit. And then you get, like I talked about, Hell's Forecast kind of earlier in the album. And then later in the album, you get this that brings that fucking classic clown, like dark energy to it. And it works. Love that shit. Oh, yeah. So we're at number two, I guess, right? All right. Uh, yeah, mine was already brought up. Uh, Murder Rap. Um, yeah, they, they both... They both absolutely murder that that cover. Um, not much to say, not much else to say on that one, man. They they kill it. Uh, uh, go ahead and get into the one spot. Then I already talked about, but I figured we could probably talk about this one a little bit longer. Die unveiling. Yeah, that's my number one as well. on many lives right. people have fucking sworn to us they too can feel it inside what is it that draws you in this magic that compels you we've been waiting six fucking 
Joker cards to finally tell you to find the messages and hints were there, although most never picked up on them. We snuck them in subliminally with that wicked shit around them. We mention more and more of this on every Joker's card. The bottom line always the same. You ain't have to look hard. We wickedly kick it and flick it. You get it, get with it, and dick. We don't preach it flat out, cause some ninjas don't wanna get with you. They quick to forget you without the hatchet and get out. So we rolls the hatchet, do or die. Now Juggalo standing tall. After all, six have risen. The end of time will consume us all. It ain't got nothing to do with us. It ain't psychopathic records. All we're doing is pointing shit out to you. We in this together. And the hatchet Who's behind Dark Lotus The circus and everybody at it Who invented Juggalos and Juggalettes And fucking Fago showers What about that feeling you get when bumping our shit Who's behind the Juggalo powers This ain't no fucking fan club It ain't about making a buck Don't buy our fucking action figures Bitch I don't give a fuck It ain't about Violent J or Shaggy The Butterfly or Seventeen When we speak of Shangri said i jumped on in 97 i can't even imagine dudes like Vinny the icp kid has been around since like 93 and i'd like to know what his reception of this song was because i guarantee he gets cold chills too but it'd be crazy to, to wait it that long because we think about how long we laid it he waited double that and those juggalos from that era waited double that and just all the pressure on that song for them to finally pay off all the shit and they did it right i I don't have a better way they could have done it. And then they mixed in all the songs from the previous albums and the previous Joker cards. They were all clipped in perfectly. It just, and it's got fucking uh, the classic shit at the end of it where, thank you for coming to visit the race, yeah. sex of the Shangri-La. Like, it's, it's got everything you want from a clown song and still gives me cold chills fucking, what, 19 years later? So it's got to be my one spot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love the uh, in the beginning when they do like the gongs, and it's like you know they do the different gongs, and then they say the Joker's card. And yeah. yeah, it's just so fucking good. Uh, and like the guitars in the beginning when he's like, "Oh, time's up," and he kind of like it, he's it, it's so fucking good how like he it's it's kind of like spoken word. Like the way he rhymes everything, it's like he's just talking to you, but it's a fucking song. Like it's so fucking like I don't know that song is so perfect to like close out to make a track seventeen. Uh, yeah, like you said, that was like that was what we had waited for. That's what the that was the answers to most of the questions that we had about the the six Joker's card. Goosebumps still, I get goosebumps still when I hear that song. And perfectly done, like we mentioned. 
I don't know any way they could have done it better. Like we always, we always set and critique things that ICP does. Like they should have made this a single. They should have made this a music video. I can't critique anything about this song. Like I've, I've listened to it for 19 years and I haven't found one flaw in it. And that's what the, that's what the last track of the original six jokers card had to be. And they delivered and that's fucking dope. So it's gotta be my one spot. I kind of feel bad for people who found ICP after this at record, like later that like came on like bang, pop, boom and shit like that. Because they didn't get to experience that song like we did. Yeah. You know what I mean? They didn't get to experience the six dropping like that. And like, I don't know. It was just such a, it was magic, man. There's no other way to explain it, bro. It's just like crazy. We talked about it. People would speculate about the six Joker's car. And then, you know, it, you know, like I think back to Shocky Bitchery where they're talking about how Jade Shags are going to kill people like Heaven's Gate or like blow up a concert or some yeah. shit. Like, like that was real. Search like a uh, six Joker's car, 1998 Angel Fire, if you're bored on Google and, and predictions. And that shit will come up. People like people thought that Jay Shaggy were going to kill themselves whenever the shit dropped. People thought that like there was mass suicide at the gathering like that shit was real like it was the same way that church groups were fucking protesting Marilyn Manson and shit like as real as people believe that shit was they they believe that like the dark carnival fucking message was going to be some crazy ass fucking shit like it wasn't so much the juggalos it was like the parents of the juggalos that taught this shit (laughs) you guys think they would have been as popular as they got without the mysteries of the first deck without all the like kind of lore and all the, the tidbits and shit that they spread throughout their albums. Like without the Joker card theory, just in general. Yeah. Like if they hadn't set things up the way they did, like if they were just two fucking normal ass rappers and shit. No, because no. the dark carnival mythology is some of the greatest shit in music history. That's genius shit. In my personal mm-hmm. opinion. The, the, the mythology of the Dark Carnival was more comparable to Star Wars to me than anything in music. It's a whole world. They were yeah. they built a fucking world. Uh-huh. Like it's yeah. not it's it's above music as far as that goes, and that's what I think makes them so special. I think that's why you see such a almost consensus of juggalos that like fucking Halloween, like wrestling, like comic books, like horror movies and shit. It, it all that type of shit appeals to juggalos because. ICP appealed to Juggalos by being that musically, and then, like I said, the the whole saga of the Dark Carnival it's more comparable to a Star Wars than it is to anything that's ever happened in music. So I don't yeah. think they, I don't think it would have captured the imagination of all those Juggalos without it. Yeah. It makes sense since, like, we know, like, Jump Steady so much into like role playing games and shit that, like, they created like their own little world and shit with the sixth. But Shags and Jay ain't into that shit, really. So it's it's even they more played, crazy. They, yeah, they played with them a little bit. And like we've said before, like we've talked about how Jay doesn't really like horror movies, but he can do a song like 12 or some shit. There was definitely some kind of like osmosis or some shit going on between them and their brothers and the people they were running with. I don't know how somebody that doesn't watch horror movies can write 12 and somebody that doesn't, that isn't hardcore into fucking like Dungeons and Dragons and role playing can come up with the idea of the six Joker cards. Like Jay's just all it's some fuck crazy shit. <laughs> like ever since, you know, it's just got that imagination and uh, something that was really cool whenever they were doing those Patreons and they did the uh, talk show and his mom was on there. She was, ta- he was like giving her credit and she was talking about how she always wanted their imaginations to be like, 
big and she never like if they wanted to do something she always helped them that's why she like helped that's why his mom like helped them with the backyard wrestling and all that shit because she always wanted to encourage their fucking creativity and it's fucking dope that she ended up getting paid off for that type of fucking philosophy by being able to retire getting her house paid and car paid from the fucking joker cards and what what she because you know she fucking helped fucking spread that shit if she was some kind of fucking snobby ass parent they would have shut down everything they did shit might not have happened so she's the one that's probably as responsible as anybody else that had to start right there so that was dope that uh they got to give her those props on that patreon on some rape that was on some rape shit for sure and i know uh in behind the 